Hello, hello, and welcome into another BA Chats. We are so excited to have you. My name is Kevin, and I am your host, and sitting across from me is the lovely... Rachel. Miss Rachel. I am your host as well. Thanks again for listening. We're so super excited. So many good things going on in our area. And we want to share them with you guys. So many beautiful people happening in our area. And so we're so honored to get them on our on our little podcast and share them with you because Jesus is doing big things. He is. I don't think it's a little podcast. I think it's a big podcast. So we get people on our ginormous fat daddy podcast. There it is. And and <laughs> we just pull the gold out. And exactly. No, really. The Lord is doing great things. We always want to remind you every BA chat. These are testimonies. And testimony means... Do it again, God. And so the Lord's no respecter of persons. He's just awesome. He's awesome in all of us. And so when you hear awesome things, beautiful things going on in people's lives, you grab it and say, Father, do it again. Do it in me. I want that too. And bam, it's the kingdom. Yep. So this is your invitation into another do it again, another testimony. And so, you know what, one of the things that you might be listening for the first time, or you might have been listening for a while, but we don't say this very often, but we actually have a little testimonials and a, um, a comments email. So you can send emails into bachats at BethelAtlanta.com. So if you have a testimony, we'd love to share it. And also, um, if you have comments that you would like to, you know, that you'd like to leave that uh, the content that you hear, we would love to share that with you. Okay. It's awesome. This PM, this is a follow-up podcast. I have been counting down the seconds literally for this. This is one of, this is going down as one of the favorite things that's happened in our lives. Yes. We have in studio tonight... Abigail, Abigail, it's the update, date, 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 part. Hold, 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 and the crowd goes. Our precious friend Abigail, truly one of our favorite people, one of the. You're just special to us, Abs. Oh man, Rage Kev, thanks. You guys, you're just the best. Okay. What can we say except you're welcome? Now, Abs was on not too long ago because, and I'm going to let you go ahead and give a, a little recap. We had you on how long ago? Now, girl, it was Goodness, it was the second it was a couple months. Yeah, couple months before Christmas. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Tell mm-hmm. us your tell us what was going on. Yeah. So, so then we were just talking through the the process of, you know, a shocking diagnosis to me and of course to our community here, um, a shocking diagnosis of breast cancer. And so just walking through that and, you know, the faith part of that and trusting God and hard things and things we don't understand and standing for healing when, there's no evidence in the natural and all that kind of stuff. And so, um, so let's see the update from there, which is super interesting, uh, was the encounter I had with the Lord, you know? Yeah. Which is wonderful. Should, should we give a little bit just in case people are catching this for the first time? Like Abigail is a, she's a health professional. How long in the health community? Yeah. 20 years. Okay. 20 years. 20 years. Yep. And fitness um, gal, super fitness gal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fitness is super important. And that has definitely been a big, big passion of mine. And um, so really um, have been in that industry for a long time and wanted to model health because, you know, there was lots of cancer and different things in my family. 
And so, um, so I just, at an early age began to research and, you know, do things obviously to not want that in my own life, you know? Sure. And so, yeah. And so two years ago in April, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer and, um, and so, you know, that was really sad walking with her through that. I lost my dad to cancer when I was 16 Whoa. and, um, which stunk. I mean, he was just the life of the party. He was like Kevin Koontz on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> he was like you, Al. Well, the life of the party. Well, it's coming from your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's five of us girls, you know, he, I mean, I, I know he wanted a bunch of boys and he got five <laughs> girls. And so that so, lucky dog. <laughs> That's right, right, right. And a big brother. So there's six of us all together. And so we were, you know, I was like, okay. So he was like, well, y'all will be my ball team. And so, <laughs> boy, were we. Okay. So, so that was lots of fun. So, so yeah. So when he was diagnosed with cancer, uh, it was devastating to our whole community. And, um, and yeah, lost him after lots of prayer, years of prayer. And he fought it for like eight years. Wow. And, um, mm-hmm. And so they were standing room only at his funeral. He was just, he was phenomenal in our community and loved the Lord and just super charismatic. So he believed for healing until he took his last breath. Wow, that's that's amazing. Which is beautiful. That's a heritage in and of itself. Yeah, absolutely. But you had seen this, like you were very acquainted. So you were already like had it in your mind and were were taking measures to just keep yourself healthy. Right, exactly. And um and so, so then, you know, when my mom got breast cancer, uh, it was like, what? So I walked with her through that. And, um, and I remember being in the hospital because they, they ended up removing her left breast. And I mean, my faith was so crazy high. Like I remember, and she was like already asleep and I'm like laying hands on her like, Lord, just, you know, grow a new breast. I mean, you sure. can do that, Lord. You know, like just Way to go, completely, you know, sure. so I'm annoying her when she wakes up. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing at all. What are you talking about? You nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. <laughs> right. What is that smell? Well, <clears throat> it might, or might not be the Rose of Sharon. Okay. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it is so great. So, um, so then in June, and I was running a boot camp, right? You were in that boot camp. I was in that boot camp. Mm-hmm. That's right. So in June, uh, I was, I had been feeling some, some hard masses in my breast. And at that point they had, they had, I just kind of ignored them and, um, not, not in an ignorant way, but I just was like, ah, it might be this. It might be that. Let's keep going. You know, and so those but, are possibilities. I mean, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they, then they, they started to be painful. You know, and they were growing, and so that's when I, I got them checked out, and and you know, and I remember thinking, this is no big deal. This is just a routine thing. So even when I'm when I'm going for the biopsy, like there was just this awesome amount of grace on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like I remember being more concerned that my girls were missing their boot camp workout. Then I was this. having a biopsy. I, I you kid really you were. not. Right. And so I was like, I got to get them their workout. So I'm literally in my hospital gown in the waiting room re- recording. I set my phone up you and did. record. <laughs> I remember this. I was like, man, this is a devoted lady. <laughs> I mean, it was just so like, and you know, some people say, well, you, you know, you, you really needed to be more in touch with what was going on. That's not true. You know, I believe that the Bible says to each of us is given a measure of faith. And, um, you know, I think that measure has everything to do similarly with the, the woman who ran out of the, uh, vessels for oil. 
And so, you know, uh, we can, we can increase our capacity. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, so and even in the biopsy, I remember just singing, you know, and it was very painful. That biopsy was very painful. Um, but I literally hummed how great thou art through the whole thing, wow. you know? And, um, mm-hmm. and so, but the interesting thing is when I went home and I, I, I just got on my swing and I just, you know, got myself quiet before the Lord. And well, it was a diagnosis of cancer. It was, well, at that time it was a biopsy. And then they, then and I knew the routine cause I had just been through it with my mom. Right. So then this long ultrasound turns into, Oh, the doctor needs to talk to you. Turns into, okay. I'm at the hospital all day. And it's okay. like, mm. so they still didn't know anything. And at that okay. point the doctor was like, listen, this mass is so big that this has got to be like a fibroid. He's like, I, we've never seen a mass this size in in a woman your age which would have been good news totally fibroid is just oh well okay yeah yeah so so then that you know when I went home I just I just that whole weekend I literally knew I just knew that I I knew it was cancer and it's and but I it was like this faith from the Lord like you're about to enter a battle but I'm going to be with you through the whole thing I remember this Mm -hmm. I remember you telling you I remember you saying I can just tell there's something foreign in my body. That's those, right. Those are your words to me. And it felt like, like a trespasser. What are you saying? And you're like, you're hearing what I'm saying. I can, I know that there's something that's not supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Well, here we go. That's right. That's right. Wow. And I don't think, I think we forget that, you know, we say, well, we need faith for healing. But I think that maybe sometimes a greater miracle is God is going to give us grace to do hard things, you know, to endure hard things. Sure. Would I like the miracle to happen right then? Absolutely. And we're totally believing for that. Always knowing that the Lord has that for us. Right. That's right. That's right. But so so that ended up, it ended up being cancer. Mm -hmm. Abigail had a double mastectomy Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. handled it. The reason we had you on the podcast in the first time was because you handled it with so much power and so much beauty. Every single hurdle that came with cancer, which is is no joke. I mean, it's, it was serious. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. handled with just power. You would, you would overcome fear. And, and move forward, then overcome fear and then move forward. So you were just walking through it powerfully. So we all walked through that and it was great. And then, then there was some bad news and I don't think we did. Okay. We did give this in the last podcast. It turned up in a lymph node. It sure did. It turned up in a lymph node. After a double mastectomy. Uh, Yes, that's right. Another biopsy in the lymph node that's called the supraclavicular lymph node. So right right there by your clavicle bone. um, By your jugular vein. Yes, right. And and then in the lung. And... um, and so it was not looking good at all. And we, I was in the doctor's appointment with you when the doctor, bless him, boy, what a job, bless mm-hmm. that guy, no kidding, mm-hmm. where he said, well, it looks like that it turned up in a lymph node and it has traveled to another lymph node. And if this has learned to travel, there's nothing we can do to help you and you will die from this. That's right. That's what he said. And there was just complete silence. I remember <laughs> literally we all go, who spoke up first? Was it me? I don't know. I just remember gripping the back of your sweatshirt. I need a second. <laughs> I went over to stand by her because, you know, I mean, he came in all serious. You just know. So I'm like, I'm, I'm going to stand next to Abigail. So she grabs the back of my sweatshirt and she's just pulling it. And there's total silence. I think it was me. And I remember because I think it broke the silence by saying, so what you're saying is that. And I just repeated him. I did it. 
It has learned to travel and, you know. Some great anyway. reflective listening, right? <laughs> I'm practicing brave communication. I'm like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. and I remember that day, Abigail, thinking, this is beautiful because we had that moment where you hear it. You had that moment where you hear it. I think you shed a few tears. Mm-hmm. And then you immediately were like, this is not, that's not what Jesus says. Right. Jesus says something over my body and it is not this. And it just was like, okay, well, so this is the next step. We'll overcome this too. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Because you know, you, there's conversations going on on earth and there's conversations going on in heaven. Mm -hmm. And if he really says your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Why do we separate the two? If we're seated in heavenly places, our conversation ought to be lived out of what is being talked about in heaven. Right. And so when that happened, and yes, I gripped your sweatshirt and I took a second, but inside my heart, I heard the Lord ask me, but who do you say that I am? Right. And you can like, tell. I mean, it went <laughs> from, I just heard that. I am now processing it. What am I going to do with this? Oh, okay. I say that you're my healer. And we like laughed our way out of the office. I remember mm-hmm. sitting there thinking, this is, we were laughing about, this is only Jesus, only Jesus. Do you get a report like that? And we're like, you know what? This thing's not over. And, and we laughed our, all the way down to the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, sure did. <laughs> and I'm sure, word. I'm sure some of the gals with you thought, oh, she's in shock. She's in, no, 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 no. no. You were never in shock. You were in full capacity. You yep. were totally in charge of you. That's right. And then. I had a follow-up visit. I don't think I've even told you this. I had a follow-up visit um, a couple weeks later, and um, just one girlfriend went with me. I think I don't think you were free for that one, Rach. And um, and he got even more intense and was like, you know, um, this is here. You will die from this. This is terminal. And I remember that was a Thursday, and I had to speak at a women's conference. Um, across town that Saturday. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And I was no actually joke. like wow. sharing my testimony of cancer. <laughs> and I remember just coming out of that like, oh no, oh no. This is, this is, I mean, because I, in the natural, you say, well, I, I could easily have canceled or absolutely not. It was like, wow. oh no. And that's when the Lord gave me that real revelation that, you know, a lot of times we try to, to, conjure up faith or build faith outside of that trial. But the Lord showed me, oh no, no, run, run headlong toward the giant because faith actually has its finest hour in the midst of fear. Whoa. Not apart from Wow. It. And you did Dang. it, Abigail. We were watching you. And it was beautiful. Mm. Okay. Man, so that happened wild, uh, word from the doctor. Mm-hmm. And then Abigail has this vision. Can we start from the vision? Because mm-hmm. are you still saying that at that point is where you feel like you physically do oh, totally. Okay. Absolutely. And I don't, but I don't want to negate, you know, it is everything so that pa- went up yes. to it. Right. I mean, it was every step, every was step, valuable, you know, and just running after it, you know, right. I mean, really, can you ask for too much prayer? Can we believe, uh, can we get no. anointed too many times? Nope. I mean, is there some sort of threshold limit? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Pour that whole bottle. Don't get that little thing. It's right. a little vial. Just it get is the me whole again. Thing. Here I am. That's exactly right. I mean, cause even after this encounter, I mean, we came back and I remember just, just trying to be sensitive. And, um, of course everybody, you know, laying hands and praying. And I remember one particular time I just had this feeling, um, man, have Blake lay hands on you. And so, so I did that and he literally, he said he's, and he didn't know 
anything about like the clavicle or anything. And he, he put his hand on that exact spot in the clavicle and said, I just see an angel pulling out cancer cells from this clavicle. (laughs) He totally could not have known. And then I like chased Ron and Carol. One time they were given a testimony on healing when they had just gotten back from some amazing country. And I remember thinking, wait a minute, they're carrying something. I want some of that. And it was like super cold and they'd already gone to their car. And I like stop chase them all the way out to their car <laughs> like about scared Carolyn I'm like knocking on her Carolyn just keep it on the window no it's cold I need you to pray for me <laughs> so I mean we I totally hope we are sufficiently painting a picture of a woman who is pursuing what the Lord said and mm-hmm. he's always pursuing us but you took him up on every single step and every single step was super valuable and super profitable mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. tell us about that that vision yeah or yeah what you tell was would you call that a vision I would, I would call, I've, I call it an invitation. Awesome. I feel like the Lord invited me into something, um, to then just completely transform my mind. And that's where we're transformed. We, our lives are transformed. Bible is super clear. We are transforming, formed by one thing, by the renewing of our mind. And so, so our um, bodies are transformed by the renewing of our mind. That's exactly right. That's awesome. That's exactly right. And so, so, uh, when I was in the Dominican, there was just a night where, um, I I just kind of felt drawn into prayer and I, I wasn't going for some sort of pleading or begging God for anything. I just, I really wanted to know what heaven was saying about this whole thing. What was, what was heaven's conversation over this? Obviously we believe for healing, all that kind of stuff, but in your darkest hour, you kind of, your faith can be shaken a little bit. You, you know, you just, then you start hearing scriptures, you know, other scriptures that, you know, well, there's a time to be born and a time to die. A time to, you know what I'm like? <laughs> You're like, that is not what heaven is saying. Right. <laughs> we got to know how to rightly divide this beautiful word. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and then I had a, a great doctor friend over there, but I could tell even she was rattled. And so it was like, oh boy. So I just, I just, I literally felt this invitation to just go into prayer. And so Um, so I just quieted my soul and I just kind of got alone with the Lord and, um, and kind of, you know, we, where, whatever you've heard about healing, you know, um, it's kind of like what Bill Johnson says when you're in a crisis, he's, you know, it's like, I'll pull out all the stops, you know, give me all the bells and whistles, you know, let's go through, you know, so I'm kind of like, you know okay, if that teaching is true and I haven't forgiven someone, then, you know, I mean, just all those things. Asking, Lord. Sure, sure. Like, I'm I'm just open. Exactly. You're you're the doctor here. I'm the patient. Exactly. And so I, but I was more sin conscious or mistake conscious than I was God conscious. That's a good word. You know, and so as I began to converse with him, I was just like, okay, prepare yourself. Because I kept thinking, who have I not forgiven? Who have I, you know, putting that on you? And I, I didn't feel like, it was like he didn't want not have that kind of conversation at all it was like okay you're having that conversation Abigail but I'm actually not so (laughs) let me I want to show you something and so once I got past that um he began to show me um the cross he showed me the cross and uh and as I just saw him there dying and bleeding I just really felt him you know say you have always you know, in such a loving father way, like, like Abigail, you've always been able to identify with the cross, you know, like, 
you know, our sins are forgiven here and his blood is spilt here. And, but still, even then it's still about, I need to be clean because I have a blemish. Do you know what I mean? It's, Mm -hmm. it can still be man centered if you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying. Mm -hmm. So then still about what has gone wrong. What have we done wrong? us period repenting and all that kind of stuff. And so I just felt like he said, you know, that part is fine, but take a little walk with me. Take a walk with me. I want you to go around the cross, go through the cross. Keep go- keep walking. Take a little walk with me. Now, I want you to walk in the tomb. I'd like to talk to you in the tomb. And he said, see my, see my body laying there. And I, I did. I saw his body laying there and he said, okay. Because I could easily, like, because we're, we, we still have this man conscious thing going on. So we can say, oh yeah, that's right. I, I need your forgiveness because I messed up so bad. So yes, I can identify with the shed blood. I can identify with all that. But he said, he said, I want you to lay your body in my body, <laughs> lay your body in my body. And he said, okay. And literally he walked me like this wonderful, loving father. Okay. Watch me get up. Watch me sit up. He's like, did you see me sit up? I'm like, yes, you're sitting up. He said, when I got up, you got up. He said, now watch me lift my arm. He said, when my arm lifted, your arm lifted. He literally, it was that sweet and kind. Now watch me lift my leg. He said, when my leg lifts, your leg lifts. Beautiful abs. And he said, now watch me walk out. You see me? You see me walking out? (laughs) Yeah. He said, Abigail, when I walked out, you walked out inside of me. (laughs) And so the same power. Not a portion, right? Because our, I think I would have settled for that scripture to say, I've given a portion of my power that raised me from the dead. <laughs> no, he said the same, same measure, same amount, mm-hmm. same fullness. He said the same power that raised me from the dead quickens your mortal, mortal, make no mistake, mortal. Mm-hmm. We don't need him to quicken our body on the sweet by and by. That does not help anybody. Shame. We are quickened in our mortal yeah. body for his glory, for his fame, for his honor to be a living sign and wonder. And so I'm just, I, 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 I'm standing there with him walking out when he took a step, I took a step at the same time. <laughs> and so he said, Abigail, was there cancer in my lungs when I walked out of the tomb that day? Mm. I said, no, sir, there it was not. He said, does cancer have to be in your lungs? No, sir. So was I depressed when I walk out of that tomb? <laughs> no, sir, you were not. Does anyone have to be depressed? No, sir, they do not. (laughs) And it was, I have never more identified with the resurrected life of Christ as I did in that moment. I tell you guys, on our friendship and as I'm breathing, (laughs) I knew that I knew you take a PET scan right now if you want to. I am healed and I am whole. Because that's the thing. 
we believe him. Oh God, heal, heal this thing. But do we believe him for wholeness, wholeness, complete spirit, soul, body? I'm healed and I'm whole from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. And so it was amazing, guys. Well, she came home mm-hmm. and basically that's what happened. They did a PET scan and this is the big news. This is the follow up to this podcast. Abigail is cancer free. That's exactly right. (laughs) That's exactly right. (laughs) Abigail Holt Jennings is cancer free. And we are talking about cancer that was in a lymph node. So in the cancer world, that's a big deal. Yeah. And And three lymph nodes. Three. That's that's right. It had traveled and was in a lung and Abigail is cancer free. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) that is what we are here to say huge news i know all of our yes i mean what i know i know know. so oh i I was gonna say because i remember there was a there was a scan and it showed something, and then they went back and did another scan, right? So how did that how did that go? That's right. Go down. So so the the three really bad lymph nodes. That scan was done right before I left for the Dominican. So I had not had that encounter, nothing, and it was like, oh, it's here. It's increased in what they call SUV activity. So those points had literally doubled, which mm-hmm. is so not good news. Right. <laughs> right. And in a very short amount of time. Right. And so, and then, then the, the next few words after said, this is highly suspicious for metastatic spread. Right. And so it was like in three different places. So then after that encounter, when I got back, um, it was, then we scanned again. And I remember I had scheduled a hike that day with Quinn. <laughs> so where most people would be like, okay, I just, we're going to do this. And I need to go home and. I was like, no, let's get the scan down. Let's go hike it. So, <laughs> like, so, so I'm just in, you know, in the little tube they put you in, you know, like, give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning. You know, like, totally. <laughs> I got to hike, people. Let's hurry up and do this. And so, because it had already been done, you know, the cancer had left my mind <laughs> wow. and my body. Long before that scan. Wow. And so. Abigail, that's beautiful. That's so <laughs> fear so that was even gone. Exactly. Wow. The fear, right? Because perfect love casts out fear. Fear involves torment. Mm-hmm. So, so we try to conjure ourselves up or, or do something that Christ even, he already gave us the measure of faith. Right. So why are we trying to even build our faith? That's going to mess with somebody's theology. I mean, right. we build it in fixing our eyes on Jesus. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, it's That's not an external good. building that we're trying right. to do. It's good. So anyway, so then when that scan came back, <laughs> and it was like, um, the hilar lymph node that was in suspicion is no longer present. <laughs> I was like, um, the other high line is no longer able to be found. And then the one had that had doubled in activity had more than doubled in decreased activity. Wow. <laughs> oh my so, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's, right. That's the best. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're talking. Well, it's crazy. Skip, skip. And then that was after two more biopsies. The clav, the clav, and then they had done a lung biopsy. It's right. there too. So they had done physical biopsies and scans. Whoa. Showing, yeah. Abigail. <laughs> 
Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, so Jesus. So are we saying that cancer just got healed? Yes, yes. that's what we're yes. saying. That's exactly Jesus what we're saying. Jesus yes. healed. That's so great. And, yes. in, a, in a serious kind of cancer. Okay, yes, yes. this is broken for forever. <laughs> okay, so we're going to keep talking about this for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. But I know too, I, what, another thing that I loved about you, Abs, is you were in hot pursuit of supernatural healing the entire time, but you also... We're healing physically, like you were pursuing physical healing. So sure. talk to us about that because you tripped on some killer research. Yeah. Which not not coincidentally, but you found this before you even knew that the lymph nodes were involved, correct? Oh, that's exactly right. When I was recovering from um, the double mastectomy, you know, when you're a trainer and, you know, you don't show up, you don't get paid. So it was like, <laughs> ah, which was another beautiful way that God provided for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys, just to let you know, the Christmas, so I had, I had surgery in August. Okay. And then Christmas is just a few months after. Right. And I'm a single mom with two kids. So, you know, and they're right at the age, they love gifts. Okay. They're 12 and 13, <laughs> you know, and so, pretending there's an age child that doesn't adore gifts. Oh, 12 man. and 13. They're at the pretty much the height. Totally. <laughs> You guys, literally, I kid you not, from the north, south, east, and west, I mean, gifts came in. The gym where I was, sweet, wonderful plug for World Gym, they had done an angel tree for our whole family. I had no idea. I had no idea. Bethel, you got everyone. We had, I'm telling you, of all the Christmases, we had the best Christmas that year is my recovery. Wow. Absolutely. I remember the kids, we laid out like all the gift cards and they covered the coffee table. My sorority sisters, I mean, get, sent this whole big thing. It was just crazy. Awesome. And we, they covered the coffee table and wow. I said, kids, look, I said, the abundance of heaven will never be attached to the condition of our circumstances. That's awesome, Abs. That's good I said, look word. at wow. this. Wow. And we got on our knees and we just thank God. Gosh, I abs, mean, it's it, beautiful. It was amazing, guys. It was amazing. Girl, you've got amazing going on all over. <laughs> it's just, so, ah. so yes, during that recovery, to in the tools that I began mm-hmm. to research, as you mentioned, um, I had always, since I was a teenager, loved the trampoline. I'd always loved a trampoline. And so in a fitness convention several years ago, I won a mini trampoline. Now, that it had not caught a lot of wind yet, but in, I remember taking a rebounding class with a lot of mentors of mine in the profession who later became colleagues of mine um, because we all became master trainers. But I remember taking their class and thinking, oh my gosh, this is awesome. I mean, this is the trampoline I've always loved is now this mini rebounder. And it was like this crazy, amazing class. And we sweated so much. And anyway, I ended up winning the rebounder in that class. So I took that thing home with me, had it for like three, four years. I would do workouts on it, but, and I just thought it was so great, you know, whatever. And so during my recovery, I began to pray and ask the Lord, okay, Lord, now what? Like, what do you want me to do? And so I, as I would be in prayer, I would be like drawn to that darn rebounder in the corner at this time that probably had clothes on it, you know, because I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) It's great for folding laundry. (laughs) It really was. (laughs) You know, or the goat was sitting on it or the animals. (laughs) Wilbur. (laughs) That's right. And so I was like, Lord, seriously, 
every time I went in prayer, I would be drawn to that river. I was like, Lord, what are you? This is crap. I'm trying to be holy before you. And what is going on? I'm like drawn to this darn rebounder. And so through a series of events, I began to study this thing that I loved so much as a kid. And sure enough, oh my gosh, when you study rebound exercise, it's the exercise, there's no other exercise like it on the planet that cleanses the lymphatic system. Mm. Back up, back up. Cancer was in your what? Your lymph nodes. At this point, Abigail had no idea of that though, but the Holy Spirit was just drawn her towards this rebounder. Yes, no idea, you guys. I kid you not. And I had used that rebounder to like, you know, in the Miss USA, in the Miss America, to get myself in shape. And I always won swimsuit, so that was great. And I was like... (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, rebounder. Thank you, rebounder. We're just all over the place, but we've we've got to give that background. Abigail's been through the pageant circuit and done all that, and it's been wonderful. And it was so great. But you know, I was kind of stingy with it. I thought it was my secret ninja weapon. I dare not tell the other girls about it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was like, like, you keep running your 20 miles. I'm going to go get on my rebounder. <laughs> no. That's no. awesome. <laughs> so I had no idea, you guys. And literally, I began to study it. And I kid you not, um, I found a book. It's on my shelf right now, and it is called, it was written in the 70s by this brilliant guy, and it's called Rebound Exercise, The Cancer Answer. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm serious. Yes, and then wow. Dr. Ack starts coming out, because the lymphatic system, that is our dumping post for toxins that build up that create disease. So if your lymphatic system is not clean, you are headed for some sort of disease. Whoa. Wow. Guaranteed. Whoa. So how do we keep it clean? It's linear valves. You have you have lymph node valves at the top and at the bottom. They run linear. So, so it just makes down. sense. You're rebounding up and down, up and down, up and down. And you're using gravity that then helps cycle out all of that yucky stuff. Oh my gosh. You know, and the beauty of it is it's not this hard, strenuous, you know, so long. And isn't that the way of the kingdom? Mm-hmm. Like we want to make it so mm-hmm. hard. And I remember Catherine Coleman's one of my greatest heroes. And she used to say this all the time. The kingdom of God is so simple, you could miss it. (laughs) She said it just like that. (laughs) (laughs) You like that emphasis? (laughs) I I could just see you in your flowy white gown. (laughs) But so here, Abigail, Mm -hmm. did you start that rebounding before you even knew about the lymphatic? I mean, about the the diagnosis in the lymph? Did you start it? Yeah, because I was like trying to get weight off from that last surgery. I was like, all right, I know the quickest way to do it, rebounder. (laughs) Still did not know anything about the correlation between fighting cancer and disease. Oh, my word. Mm -hmm. So the Lord basically put you on a trampoline to get you physically working that stuff out before you even knew you had it. That's exactly right. That's so beautiful. I know, it's just truly, truly amazing. And so there, therefore, that is how Jumpology was birthed. Which is what yeah. she has named it. Now tell us about that. So you have, you have a whole class going now. You've got a whole thing called Jumpology that was birthed in this, this whole cancer kerfuffle. That's right. That's exactly right. That is wow. so the Lord. He would so do that. This is where he takes what man and Satan mean for evil and he turns it for your good and he just gives you like a business. The, I know. What Isn't in the world? Great? Oh, like, it's awesome. Talk about the real definition of overcoming and taking the spoil. Right. No <laughs> kidding. 
So you started Jumpology. Sure did. And I'm loving it because it's fitness for all ages. You know, it's kids to adults. And this, everything it does from depression and ADD, ADHD, osteoporosis, arthritis, rebound exercise is not a new thing. There's nothing new under the sun. There's medical journals written about rebound exercise. And NASA is one of the biggest proponents that megaphoned it because they put all of their astronauts on rebounders when they come out of space because it is the quickest way to build their bone and muscle mass back. Whoa. Because thank you to gravity. <laughs> wow. So, so when they enter back in gravity, they use it for their benefit. That's exactly right. Wow. wow. Right. And so I'd always been taught so 20 years cool. competing, all that, you know, oh yeah, we have an hour in the weight room, an hour in cardio, you know? Right, right. And as I got older, quite honestly, it was like, dude, the, the wind is not on this. Like, ain't nobody got time. <laughs> Two I mean, hours. <laughs> yeah. And so I just felt like it It doesn't have to be this hard. There has to be an answer. Whoa. You know, and I wanted, I wanted to find that answer definitely not only for me, but for thousands upon thousands. So we do these classes, guys. It's brought me so much joy to be able to megaphone this. And, and you know, I've gone toe-to-toe with, with trainers that disagree with me. I'm like, bring it on bring it on well, because it's the I mean only... with a story like yours good grief oh my gosh yes. I, I've just experienced it you know I've wow. experienced it so it's the only exercise of its kind that's first of all fun let's talk about that it's super fun like I don't work out and I love this workout I haven't worked out since I got out of college and I like this workout so I mean <laughs> so tell us are these classes open can people come how can they get hold of you yes they're so great we have classes Monday Wednesday and Friday in our homegrown studio in Tyrone, Georgia. (laughs) Tyrone. Tyrone. So it's really Tyrone still. I call it Tyrone. But um, (laughs) right across the street from the church property right here in Bethel. So great. And it's just great. You know, bloom where you're planted because, you know, people go, oh my gosh, you know, give me words. It's going to be all over the country nation. It's like, well, that's great. I just want to be a real good steward right now of cleaning this little studio, making sure everybody sweats off the bars. So I'm playing. Just try to be a good steward of where we're at. Sure. Knowing that the growth belongs to the Lord. And it's great. We have to cross this three times a week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6.45 a.m., 7.45 a.m., and 9.15 a.m. We have free child care, passionate about moms getting their sweat on without feeling guilty of putting their babies in a nursery where they don't know people. So that's how that goes. And it's just, you guys, there's been so much grace on it. Enjoy. How could people get hold of you? What's the best way? Is that on Facebook? Yes, we are on uh, Facebook at Jumpology Fit. We are also on Instagram as Jumpology1977. You can find us there, guys. And you can also just, you know, give me a jingle jangle at um, 706-410-0509. We would just love, love to have you. Okay, so the big news, Abigail Jennings is cancer-free. Thank you, Jesus, yes. who uh, he brought natural things. He did this supernaturally. Of course, I'm thinking, and you tell me, but I mean, listening to your story, that was a revelation. That was Jesus very much saying, I, I beat cancer, mm-hmm. and I beat it for all of us, yeah. not Come just on. him and not just you, but for the entire yeah, world. Really Cancer was dead. It's dead in the grave, in Jesus' grave. 2,000-something years ago, we can all come to Jesus and be healed of anything, of yeah, all absolutely. of it. Absolutely. I apply to every situation, you know, whether it's a broken leg or a broken finger or a 
did Jesus walk out of the tomb with a broken finger? Right. No. Let's right. pray for, you know. And just go for it. Yeah. We don't need to waste any more time as far, like, in human civilization, wasting time with, does God, blah, blah. God heals. Okay, it's finished. All right, let's go for it. <laughs> right. He does miracles. Okay, that, that's, that conversation's over. All right, let's go for it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I love too that he is sending you things to do in the natural, totally speaking your language, your fitness language, while he's healing you supernaturally. Yeah, it's so great. It's like it's so he, him. Hey, let me heal you and let me whisper some tools that you can help an entire nation of people. <laughs> it's like I mean, right. you That's know, super great. Yeah, it's so great. He's so good like that, you know. Yeah. And um, so it's just been it's just been so great, you guys, to be able to do what I love, you know, and. Um, and feel very fulfilled in it and be able to share the story. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for What an inspirational on. story. Oh, it's huge. <laughs> yeah. This is Mongi Gabo huge. Big fat daddy huge. <laughs> so I had this thought in, in, you know, during the middle of this is that if, if you're listening and you're just listening to the second part and you want to actually hear the first part, you can go back to um, our December fifteenth uh, podcast. Oh, so it was it's before Christmas. Podcast. Yeah, it was before Christmas. Yeah, so you can go back to our December fifteenth podcast and listen to the first part of this story um, to kind of get the backstory too. Do you know that was such a fun podcast? But Abigail, do you remember on that podcast that you declared this a cancer-free zone and then you upped it to a disease-free zone? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you remember? Hey, I totally remember. I mean, that's our God, right? The all-sufficiency of Jesus. You and, know? and at that time, there was no physical evidence that you were healed. But I remember that day, you knew you were healed. Mm-hmm. Like we got, we turned the mics off and you told me, I'm positive I'm healed. <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay, well, let's do this. Like when's the next, next doctor's appointment? I remember you being like, well, I mean, I'm going, but it doesn't make any, I'm, I'm positive. It's over. Absolutely. And it was. Totally. And let me just say this because my positivity... Uh, remains just intact as it was before. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I have a scan next month. And Bring so on. we're just going to put that right on the air because praise Jesus. You Bring know, he's, you know, you do the things you need to do in the natural that are wise to do, you know, get your testing, don't, you know, all that good stuff. But um, we're just going to, going to continue to walk in the miracle of healing. Abigail, that's huge. Wow. Well, all right, girl. We know that we have people listening all over the world that are up against this stupid, dumb thing. So we're just going to say the obvious. Cancer is dumb. (laughs) Cancer is little and cancer is dumb and cancer is is nothing for Jesus. It's no different than a cold. It's Mm -hmm. no different than a hangnail. It's nothing. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's got a name and Jesus has a name that's bigger than cancer. And so Jesus heals cancer. Yeah. So will yeah. you just pray for folks that are struggling against this? Because man, it's, 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 it's gotten, it, it just scares people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah. so it's, pray for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The prayer I'd like to pray is found in Psalm. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Oh, my soul. And forget none of your benefits. Who forgives all our sins who heals all our diseases, who redeems our life from the pit and crowns us with love and compassion, who satisfies our desires with good things so that our youth is renewed like the eagle. Mm. Father, my prayer is that Every word of that truth 
would ring true in full truth to the hearers that are listening right now. <laughs> in full truth. And, and I send that word. I send that word out to go forth and accomplish all that you wrote it to accomplish. Thanks. We give you glory and honor and praise. You are the all-sufficient one mm -hmm. who always does the real good all job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we give you glory and honor and praise. Amen. Thanks, Jesus. Oh, that's awesome. Abs, thanks, girl. <laughs> Thank you for coming yeah. again. And yes. there's just not better news. We were looking forward to this when we did the first podcast, but this is literally a dream come true. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's so good, you guys. You know, we need to dream big. We need to get our hopes up. You know, the Israelites, man, when they were taken into <laughs> captivity, they said, you know, they had lost their, their ability to dream. It said they had hung their harps on the willow trees. Okay, and that was the symbol of, of their song, of their song of hope and their song of dreaming. But then the beauty of it is, the word later says, but when the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were as those who had dreamed. Abs, is that <laughs> wow. Isaiah? Oh man, that is. Ooh. Is this talking about the, when they left? Is that yes, a prophecy Isaiah. or is yes, that the story yes. of the Israelites? Yes, that's when they were led into captivity. You know, and then the Lord restored them unto Zion and brought them out of captivity. I'm going to go look it up. That's beautiful. Oh, that's super good. Okay. That's super cool. You know, I can't, I couldn't help thinking too, when you were telling, when you were telling the story about the Lord, um, walking in the tomb with you is that, you know, that we we're buried with him. We we're raised with him and now we're seated with him. Oh man, Kev. And we actually get, are ruling and reigning with him now. <laughs> and so what a, what a wonderful story of ruling and reigning in life. And you guys, if you know what, if you're listening, this is your this is your invitation to for a breakthrough in what in whatever whatever you're facing. This yeah. is this is your moment. So yeah. um, take it. Just receive it. Do it again, God. Do it again, so God. Good. That's yes. so great. Abigail, friend, so we love you. You guys, we love you. Thank you for having me. I adore <laughs> <Yep>. you. <laughs> we'll do it again for sure. So and thanks for tuning in to the BA Chats today. And make sure you keep doing it. We've got good stuff going on. We want to share it with you. And more great stuff is coming too. <laughs> hey. We love you. Jesus loves love you too. Love you.